0: All right, a lot going on this week. We, it, we're it, we done with coronavirus. That's, that's done. That's not news anymore. Nobody cares about it, so I guess that's news is uh, coronavirus is gone. Exciting stuff coming out of the Supreme Court this week. Uh, we are now no longer allowed to fire mentally unstable people, so that's fun. And the police around the country have been handcuffed. And all the media can focus on is... How bad police are. Despite that, we'll be going into all the good that the police actually do. Because, you know, at the, here at the Holmes Politicast, we care about the truth. We care about giving you what's really going on, not narratives, as you know. And finally, after being assured by Dana Nessel that voter fraud would not happen with mail-in ballots, well, we're getting voter fraud and incompetence with mail-in ballots. All that coming up. I'm Thomas Fry. This is the Home Politicast. So, mail-in ballots, voter fraud, all this is exciting stuff. Um, who could have ever predicted that, you know, having mail-in ballots would result in voter fraud? Certainly not me. I never said that. I would, I would never have had the foresight to uh, understand that when you have more opportunity to commit fraud, that there will be more people committing fraud. So this is wonderful. A report from M Live. Michigan clerk to stand trial on altering absentee ballot records. So we we voted for no reason uh, absentee ballots in twenty eighteen. So all the people agreed that these mail in ballots should be a thing. Uh, they made they made convincing arguments, you know. Oh, if somebody's sick or they, they have a bad immune system, they can't be in public, we need to make no reason absentee ballot, you know, absentee voting legal. and I mean, we already had absentee voting. You had to have a reason for it. You couldn't just say, I don't feel like going to the polls on the day of election, you know, like a responsible voter. So basically our own laziness and ineptitude has put us here. So the story goes, an elected official in suburban Detroit will stand trial on charges relating to the handling of absentee ballot records. Sharikia Hawkins, a clerk in Southfield, was bound over this week to Oakland County Circuit Court, the Michigan Attorney General's Office said. According to the Associated Press, Hawkins is charged with election law falsifying records, forgery of a public record, misconduct in office, and using a computer to commit a crime. The Attorney General's office said a computer was used to fraudulently alter or modify a qualified voter file after the November 6, 2018 general election to falsely reflect that previously logged absentee ballots were void due to arriving in envelopes that were not signed by the voter. So, of course, Jocelyn Benson has to assure us that uh, no races were won or lost based on the alleged acts, um, but that's that's not really the point. The point is, uh, it's a lot easier to commit vote, voter fraud now. Um, if, if you're going to have hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots coming in, we don't have the manpower to process them all. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm sure that there are going to be some that quote-unquote, get lost in the mail. It's really easy to just uh, throw them away as well, Uh, not count the votes that you don't want to count. Uh, I know there are multiple people working in these offices, so hopefully that'll work to curb some of it. But the fact of the matter is, yes, voter fraud is now much easier to commit. Another problem, (laughs) another problem that we're having with this situation Uh, Dead people are getting absentee voter uh, applications. So, that's cool. The Detroit News reports, Michigan ballot application mailings to dead people raise Republican hackles. Well, yeah, because the government is incompetent. They're sending applications for a mail-in ballot to dead people. I don't think that this is necessarily a great look for Dana Nassel. They say some households have received unexpected mailings for deceased voters or since moved occupants as part of a mass mailing of absentee ballots across Michigan. A development that experts and Democrats are defending against Republican criticism. So, my goodness, Detroit experts, experts. The the mail-in voting experts say that this isn't really a problem. And of course, the experts always agree with the Democrats. I don't care what experts say. So, you know, I'm just going to amend that. A Development that Democrats are defending against Republican criticism because I it is it's, it's just impossible, it is a statistical impossibility that there are zero experts, whatever experts actually means, but uh, there it's impossible that there are zero that are saying that mail in ballots may result in fraud. Um, so there's that the mailings announced. May 19th, by Democrat Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, aren't a cause for concern. Even if the application went to deceased individuals or folks no longer living at the residence, experts said. In the long run, they said the applications could help the state to update its voting rolls. (sighs) Thanks, experts. That's, That's really helpful. But mostly Republican critics, including G.O.P. former Secretary of State Ruth Johnson, are demanding answers about which lists were used to determine absentee ballot application recipients, and what secretary, and what security measures are in place to ensure the applications aren't misused. I feel like that's that's a reasonable, uh, uh, demand. It's, it's it's not unreasonable. to demand. You know what what this. Um, brilliant Jocelyn Benson is going to be doing to ensure that there's no voter fraud. Um, So a perfectly reasonable request from the Republicans. Johnson, now a state senator from Holly, who chairs the upper chamber's election committee, is criticizing Benson's massive ballot application outreach that has led to mailings, To dead or moved individuals, even those temporarily listed as an inactive voter file, over concerns they might not be valid voters. So, basically dead people are getting the applications, uh, they're sending them to the wrong addresses for people, and they're sending them to inactive voters. Great. Cool. Um, In an email paid for by the Michigan Republican Party, Johnson asked voters to contact her office if they'd received an application for somebody who has since moved or passed away. Benson argues that it's likely the mass mailing will help the state to discover those moved or deceased individuals and begin the process of removing them from the qualified voter roll. She also maintains signature verification that has long been in place for the ballots and applications prevent voter fraud. Michigan usually discovers deceased or moved individuals through random mailings throughout the year, spurring their eventual removal from the qualified voter file. Experts said, who, who are these experts? Can I get a name, please? ever? What I, Experts is not a good. Oh, I wish I wish all news would just stop. They are barred from using the word experts from now on.'m I'm, I'm making that call right now. Um, no more media outlets are allowed to just say "experts say," because that's a bunch of hooey. I want names. I want what their expertise is. Um, it, it, and and also, it, who 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 becomes an expert? What did they go to school for? Voting? Did they get a doctorate in uh, election? Like, I I don't think that's a that's a real program. That would be. Covered under political sciences Um, so political science experts uh, well what what field are they experts in specifically in political sciences experts so the mailings are unlikely to lead to any systematic voter fraud democrats and election experts said there it is again experts democrats and election experts said this happens literally every day, but you just don't see it because it's a dozen people, said Adrian Hammond, a Democratic political consultant at the bipartisan grassroots Midwest consulting firm. The unusual thing is that it's happening all at once. The mailings have become the latest battlefield in the swing state that President Donald Trump won in 2016 by a razor-thin margin. Benson is pursuing this unprecedented effort to reduce in-person voting during COVID-19 pandemic. In the wake of the 2018 voter approved ballot initiative that included expanded no reason absentee ballot voting or uh, no reason absentee voting. Benson has promoted the mailing by noting it's presented in a way to avoid the long lines that were seen last week in Georgia and Nevada polling locations. All right. The rest of the article, it, you know, goes on in the same vein. Um, Democrats defending the system. Um, so it's quite a long article worth the read. Um, Besides their incessant use of the word experts. So here's my hot take on this. Uh, Democrats would love to have every single person in the country voting. Because they thrive off ignorance. We know this. We've, we've documented the media blatantly lying, blatantly spinning narratives. It's, it's all in our shows. Um, other people have documented this. Democrats thrive on ignorance. If they can get you to believe that Republicans are against something or for something because of the way they name a bill, um, they will. And they will hold that power for as long as possible. They they will continue to say America is a horrible, racist, cruel place uh, to retain the black vote. Uh, and quite frankly... Of course they want people that don't know what's going on to vote because the general consensus within public life, everybody knows this, the general consensus is that being a Democrat is acceptable, being a Republican is unacceptable, unacceptable, inexcusable, makes you a deplorable, you know, all this stuff. So why the heck should somebody that is unable to read be able to vote. Uh, I don't think they should. They, If you can't read, then you are not reading anything about your your the politician you're voting for, um, the policies that they push, you're not able to read the bills that they pass. I think you should have a reading test to be able to vote. If you can't read, you can't vote. That's just plain and simple. You shouldn't be able to do that. If you have no information upon which to make an intelligent decision, you shouldn't do it. And I, I encourage people to not vote when I when I hear that they don't follow politics. I will tell them, well, please don't vote. Grand Valley ran an ad last year at one of their football games. Just vote. Just vote. Just get out there and vote. Because your vote matters. Didn't say anything about educating yourself. Didn't say anything about, you know, how to how to follow politics. Didn't say anything intelligent at all. Just go vote. And Based on interactions I've had with a lot of people at Grand Valley, my goodness, I wish every single person at that school would not vote. Oh, my goodness. There are some crazy people there that believe some insane things. And, yeah, I mean, it's basically filled with radicals. It's basically filled with radical leftists. Um, I've, I've found a few right-wing people there. Um A few sane conservatives. uh, There's a couple sane Democrats there, too, that will actually have a conversation with a Republican. But the majority of them uh, mostly just want to get online and attack people um, in quite disgusting ways. So all of this to say, voting shouldn't be as easy as it is. Uh, we, We should encourage people to have an understanding. Originally, originally voting in this country... Was only for landowners. If you were a property owner. If you had skin in the political game. Then you voted. If you didn't. You didn't. Right. That's That That seems to me fair. If you are not involved in politics. In any way shape or form. Maybe you shouldn't be voting on policy. If you do not contribute. If you are not paying taxes. All of these things. Then you should not get a vote. As to what your taxes go to. Because you're not paying them. I know. Personally. Personally that i pay very very little in taxes. I usually almost get everything back. Why should i determine where the public's money goes? Right unless unless there's some other qualifying thing, you know, if i was if i was a property owner, you know, fine, but usually property owners are paying, you know, taxes at a higher rate than non-property owners. If you're living off the government, you should not get the right to vote. If you are on any government assistance program, you should not be voting. If you are totally dependent on the government, you should not vote. You should not be allowed to vote. I, I don't know why we allow this idiocy and I don't know why we've kept it going for so long, but it's got to stop. Uh, we got to start somewhere. And I don't know, maybe we can get a movement going to make voting a little bit more difficult. Make voting. A little bit more of an exercise in civil liberties rather than just trying to get your own way. So there's my hot take. Voting, absentee ballots, fraud, um, all that great stuff. You know, dead people getting getting ballots. Just just wonderful stuff from from our great state here in Michigan. Alright. Oh, what one, one other fun funny I don't know, I, I found this kind of funny. Uh, so Trump supporters. Uh, burned letters informing them that they can vote by absentee ballot in future elections during a protest near Grand Rapids. Um, there were there were a bunch of people down there just um, having a good old having a good old letter burning session. <laughs> so, um, you know, burning burning government documents being sent to the people. Uh, a plus, everybody. I love that. I love it. Just give the government a giant middle finger. For being an idiot. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, like $4.5 million wasted sending absentee voting um, applications to dead people. So, well done. Well done, Michigan. We deserve a round of applause. Okay. That's it. That's all. That's all I have. So, moving on. Because I've been talking about voting for far too long. So, what are the police doing? Um... Obviously, everybody's aware that police around the country are being vilified. Uh, Just over the weekend, we had a man shot in Atlanta. Um, So he was sitting in the Wendy's parking lot, drunk off his rocker, behind the wheel, passed out in the drive-thru, in his car, while waiting in line. Cars were having to go around him. So when he's called the cops. Okay. Cops showed up. He's obviously drunk. Uh, he's obviously... Go- you know, he's obviously breaking the law. He's going to jail. This dude fights the cops, is throwing them around like rag dolls, grabs one of their tasers, aims it at a cop, and they have to shoot him. Now, the police chief of Atlanta resigned. The officer... Was fired. Um. And the Wendy's was burned down. Why? Why the Wendy's was burned down? I don't know. I don't know what Wendy's did to contribute to systemic police racism, but the Wendy's had to go. You know, I, I understand. I understand. You just got to burn something. And uh, you know, this this obvious criminal died at that Wendy's, so you know, let's burn it. <clears throat> now. The real story is the resignation of the police chief and the firing of the officer. If we are going to make it impossible for officers to do their jobs, if we are going to vilify every single police that has to take, that has to use deadly force, then we're not, we're just not going to have cops. It's they're they're just not going to apply. I wouldn't apply. I, I I wouldn't apply for other reasons. But if I was thinking of applying. Um, I would not want to go into this job and be totally defenseless against every criminal that comes after me. Against every single rapist and murderer that I have to pull off the streets. How, how do we expect to... I mean, I mean, it's like neutering a dog and then expecting it to have babies. Like, that's not how this works. You can't just totally tie the police's hands behind their backs and expect them to do their job. We'll have police being killed... People just walking away from police because, you know, they're 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 just not able to use any force. Uh, policing is really going to be difficult at this point in America. Um, already, police academies are seeing a decline in applicants. So even even before all these riots and police reform started, um, ABC reports that there have been a sixty three percent decrease in applying to become a police officer so uh everybody better get their own gun uh we're we're going back to the wild west uh it'll be anarchy and chaos in the streets um and if you come into my house uh, i'm gonna shoot you cool okay now just so we're clear on all that not not if you if i invite you in my house i'm not gonna shoot you uh if you if you sneak into my house uh while everybody's asleep then i will shoot you I, i will not hesitate I would recommend all my listeners uh, have a shotgun or a handgun at home for home defense. Uh, I live in Grand Haven, so I I actually am probably not going to see a huge result of this. It's it's going to be places like Detroit um, that are going to see a huge uptick uh, in in violent crimes. Um, that's that's my prediction. Here it is. Here it is. I'm predicting the future, guys. Listen up, okay? I mean, anybody could predict this. My a retarded squirrel could predict this. Uh, so, yeah, Detroit's screwed, Grand Rapids is screwed, Flint is screwed. Um, man, there are just a lot of black people that are going to be at the mercies of whatever roaming band of gangs uh, is controlling their street. And that is, that is unfortunate. Uh, defunding the police is going to be very bad for black lives. So I'm reading an article here from Fox uh, Fox 2. Uh, Detroit, 20-year-old critically injured after shooting at Ypsilanti Township, Burger King. Um, On Friday, June 12th, around 1254 p.m., Washtenaw Metro Dispatch was called to the 2000 block of Rawsonville Road in Ypsilanti Township on reports of a shooting at a Burger King. Police say an off-duty WCSO deputy just happened to be in the area and immediately began to secure the scene and render aid to the 20-year-old Ypsilanti Township man. The Ypsilanti Township man sustained multiple gunshot wounds, including one to the head. He was transported in critical condition to a local hospital. <clears throat> so uh, we defund the police, and uh, that off-duty cop isn't there to save the guy. Uh, there's no other cops to go and find this murderer uh, that they or this this shooter that they are looking for right now. Um, so I, yeah, I just I wanted to highlight that yeah cops are actually protecting us as well um, here in Michigan. Um, poor Ypsilanti uh, is is going to have a lot more trouble finding officers that are going to be willing to police. So that's my prediction for the future. Moving on because we moving right along. All right. The Supreme Court is legislating again. They forget that they're not legislators. I don't think they forget. I think they just don't care at this point. And what's really annoying is that we voted in Trump because he was going to put good justices on the bench. That's what we were told. He would put good justices on the bench that follow the Constitution, and are not trying to legislate themselves. Because that's not their job. Their job is to prosecute people breaking laws. Their job is not to make laws. I I wish that our Supreme Court justices would read the Constitution again, because uh, that's not what they're there for. Um, there's a whole article actually saying what they're there for. Uh, and, and they need to stick within those guidelines. So, uh, regardless, uh, they don't care. Supreme Court rules in Michigan case says workers can't be fired for being transgender. So I'm not going to go into any of the articles. There's articles all over on it. You know, take your pick. Um, whatever whatever ridiculous opinion you want to hear, I'm sure it's out there. But here's the, the bare facts of the case. So, some dude working for a funeral home uh, started coming to school. Come to work dressed as a woman. Well, you can't do that. Now, here's here's my rationale uh, for being able to immediately fire that person uh, because that's not the person you hired. Immediately, as soon as they 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 say, "I now identify as something else." Well, if 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 you're not the same person that I hired, then you don't work here. What are you doing? I I they hired a man. Um. They very clearly wanted him dressing in the appropriate garb for his sex. Uh, men do not come to work in dresses. And quite frankly, if I hired a man and all of a sudden he decided that he was going to become a woman. I mean, up until 10 seconds ago, that was a mental health issue. It was called gender dysphoria. And it was, it was a, uh, a mental illness. Right? Now, it's still a mental illness. Uh, that part hasn't changed we just don't recognize it as a mental illness anymore so I actually knew a transgender person very well uh, I was in a band with him for a while um, I turned my back on him for a year and he goes and grows breasts and starts wearing dresses and of course I don't hate him you know I, I think he went about dealing with his depression and his anxiety in the wrong ways obviously I think he he should have turned to God before he turns to um, you know medicine and hormones and uh, trying to be a different person, like he—he he was who he was. He can't change that. Every single person is born the way they are born. At least that's what I've been told by the LGBTQ community, or by the, the the gay community anyway. Before the transgenders, you are born this way. I'm on the right track, baby. I was born this way. That was their that was their that justification for. Saying, you know, gay marriages should be allowed. We can't help it. Well, what you really can't help, something something that is absolutely indisputable scientifically. You really cannot help being born a male or a female. And you cannot scientifically change it. You can alter your body. You can mutilate your body. But every time a doctor takes your blood, he's going to say, this is male blood. They get they get uh, uh, DNA. It's going to be male DNA. Your DNA shows that you are a male. So biologically, it's it's absolutely incoherent. Um, And and all of this all of this is just the the like I wouldn't want to have somebody mentally handicapped working for me. Sorry, I, I cannot have a severely mentally ill person. Spouting their views and their opinions on my news site. Now, some will argue that I'm mentally challenged um, or mentally unstable as well, but I'm ignoring that because that's ridiculous. Uh, so, regardless of whether or not is it is a mental health issue, or uh, the the fact of the matter is that I have the freedom as a business to hire and fire. Whoever I want, right? It's We live in a free country. My business is my business. It's not the government's business. The government shouldn't be telling me how to run my business. Certainly, certainly, nine unelected bureaucrats in Washington should not be able to dictate how every single business in the country runs. Certainly, we can all at least agree on that, but we can't. I know we can't. I know that there are people that just cheer the Supreme Court on. Yes, yes, you make those laws. I mean, if it's ever used against me, I will be outraged and upset. But yes, do that against the people that I hate. And that's, I mean, it's it's asinine. It's, it's totally backwards. It's a double standard. Um, there's absolutely no uh, rational justification for it. So here we are. Uh, our Supreme Court has become our legislatures. Our legislature is a bunch of spineless cowards that capitulate to crowds screaming "defund the police," and quite frankly, our president's not much better. Um, I mean, he—I he, he, I do give him credit for say, for standing up against this "defund the police" thing, but he's still giving. Validity, to the claims that police need to be reformed, right? He he's still saying that. Oh well, we have room to talk about reform for the police. That wasn't a very good, Donald Trump Russian. Let me try again. <clears throat> Look, the police are great. Uh, we're we're they they've got a lot of good guys on the force. Look, I know I know I know there needs to be some reform we, we got to get something going on in the police but that's that's huge it, th- it's it's gigantic we we're, we're coming with all of the changes we're gonna we're gonna re-educate police and we're gonna get rid of their uh, their implicit bias and uh, more training on de-escalation all that stuff uh, not, I'm not gonna say anything about the criminals the, the 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 fact that the crime rate in the black communities like Fifty-seven percent. You know we're, just, we're everybody's gonna ignore that, and we're just gonna focus on police. I—I I think I've gotten far afield from my point, but that, <clears throat> here's my point. Um, our our top echelon, our elites. When Trump said "drain the swamp," uh, this is the swamp. Uh, just Supreme Court justice taking on the job of the legislature. Um, is disgusting and they're there for life Um, even even his latest or his first Supreme Court pick Gorsuch Gorsuch uh, he wrote the majority opinion in favor of this woman no this man excuse me man um so that's great now now churches and uh, religious schools um, we'll no longer be able to decide not to hire mentally unstable people. Um, public schools will have to hire mentally unstable people. Uh, to So, it, you know, I, I rip on public schools all the time. Uh, I don't think I need to do it again. Get, don't send your kids to public school uh, unless you want mentally challenged cross-dressers teaching them a ball about how the Supreme Court exists to dictate to everyone Exactly how we're gonna be running our lives. Whew. That's a lot. Okay. So last but certainly not least, uh, M Live reports ballot to ballot drive to ban abortion procedure in Michigan. Short signatures. Bureau of Elections concludes. So once again, um, the Michigan values life, backed by Right to Life Michigan. Um, has failed to get any sort of legislation on the ballot. Um, so the piece says, The group seeking to ban dilation and evacuation abortions in Michigan via citizen-led initiative came up short on the signatures, the Michigan Bureau of Elections found. <clears throat> Michigan Values Life, backed by Right to Life in Michigan, and other anti-abortion groups, submitted about 38,000 signatures to the state in an effort to define the procedure as dismemberment abortions and make it a felony for a physician to perform one, unless it was to save the life of the mother. A total of 340,000 signatures must be deemed valid to move forward in the process. In 2018, about 7% of abortions in Michigan involved dilation and evacuation, which is typically used in abortions after the 14th week of pregnancy. It involves a combination of suction and manual removal of the baby and is typically performed in the second trimester of pregnancy. So obviously, these are developed children um, that are being torn apart, ripped out of their womb. Um, It's, quite frankly, disgusting, abhorrent, evil. Uh, I, I... Sometimes I'm dumbfounded that we in America can slice up our children, suck them out of us through a tube, and then toss them in the garbage can. All because they were unwanted. I mean, there, there's no possible way that anybody could keep their legs closed or use a condom. No, we, we just have to have wild, unprotected sex with everybody... And then we'll just murder the result. You know, that's fine. We'll just murder the the person that is born out of, you know, my ignorance and um, ineptitude and irresponsibility. And that's fine. Now, obviously, I don't support abortion at all in any circumstance. Being legal, uh, unless the mother's life is in immediate danger, she will die. I would allow for a mother to make that decision. If she is going to die, if she just wants her career, if she just wants to continue in school, that's not a good reason to kill your child. It's not a good reason to commit murder. So as, as with most uh, abortion ban bills, it's another failure. Um, yeah, I, here's my prediction. I don't think we're gonna win. Uh, I don't think abortion is going anywhere anytime soon. Um, which is really sad. That that deep that devastates me actually. That to know that we're just gonna continue as a country to slaughter babies. But the good news is that eventually, uh, Christ will return, and. Uh, you know, we we just have to keep on looking forward to that. Um, if you're not a Christian, I I wouldn't look forward to it. Uh, <clears throat> you know, get to email the show, talk to me. Um, we'll make it Christian, <laughs> or at least I'll try my best. But um, we will not have a perfect system of government until Christ returns. Uh, which which I'm kind of hoping is after I get married. Um, uh, <laughs> at least I, I, I'm. I, I, I can't say that I'm super excited to see him before next year. Eh, it's bad to say, but... <laughs> even my pastor jokingly acknowledged that, Oh, Tom probably doesn't want Christ to return right now. And I was like... Eh, baby, but... Uh, so, <clears throat> I'm willing to allow our country to continue to slaughter babies so that you know I can have a wife and have my own kids and not slaughter them. Um, so, that would be great. We are... Out of content for the show, I, I never say out of time because really I could go as long as I wanted and you know I I've got a captive audience here you, you can't turn me off. I mean, listen to this beautiful voice emanating from my vocal cords. Uh, the the vocal cords they vibrate and they they just produce this beautiful tone that you all love to listen to so much and uh, the big brain that goes with it. So uh, thanks for listening once again to the Holmes Politicast. Remember to go to our website, subscribe. Uh, some people already have Which is great Thank you so much to all of our subscribers uh, I I didn't actually think that I would get subscribers so quick So thank you so much to all of you who subscribed uh, I'm, I'm working on putting together newsletters um, Please be patient with me uh, I love you guys all And I'm doing all of this all by myself um, Which brings me to my last point uh, I am accepting um, volunteers uh, If anybody would like to help with the show in any way Um email me call me if you have my number um, Facebook me I don't care get in, get in touch with me in some way uh, it, it, it would it would be a time commitment I would ask you to dedicate uh, probably a certain 10 10 to 15 hours a week uh, on the podcast maybe not maybe not that much uh, there there are various positions but um, 10 to 15 hours would be like the maximum um, I'm thinking probably more like five or six. So please get a hold of me if that's something that interests you. Uh, let others know as well if if there's anybody that would like to be involved in a news podcast. I would love to talk to them. So head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to this. Give us a five star review um, or you know a thumbs up or a like or you know wherever, wherever you're listening to this. Uh, share it with your friends. Uh, I, I'm always in need of more listeners. Um, though I though I deeply and sincerely love all the people that are listening already. Um, I want more of you to love, you know, more, more, the more, the merrier, especially for me and, and for you, it'll, it'll get you better content. Uh, the more people we have listening, um, the, the more possibility we have for funding um, and the better the podcast gets. So this is, this is what I'm offering you. And thank you guys so much for listening, for letting me ramble and for, uh just just being awesome people and being informed about what's going on in Michigan. I'm Thomas Fry. This is the Home Policast. We will see you on Friday for a special show. Yes, me and Jim are going to get together. Uh, we are gonna be, we've been going for six months. Um, so we are gonna be talking about the last six months, everything that's gone on. Um, so yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Join us for that. We'll see you then.